Hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the From Busy to Rich podcast. This podcast is designed to help you as an advisor increase your profitability and your quality of life, but not just for yourself, but for every person you come into contact with. And today, specifically, we're going to talk about and talk through a framework for when you have interactions with people, when you have contact with people. And this is something that really every advisor wants to be able to do really, really well. And in my experience, very, very few well do it very well at all. Uh, so we're going to get really specific. So with that, I want to welcome Wes. Good to see you again. Hey, Andy. Great to be here. And Justin, thanks for joining us as usual. Always a pleasure. Uh, Wes, let's let's take away the mystery and go right at it. What What is this thing that when we have contact with people that most advisors don't do well? Yeah. So, so I'm going to, again, set it up with a, a bit of a story here. And, and this is a oldie but a goodie. Uh, as far as stories go, there was a couple of shoe salesmen and they were going to go expand their operations um, to a nearby island. So they, they both separately headed over there. Uh, after kind of surveying the landscape for the day, they both sent word back home. And the first salesman said, hey, bad news. Nobody on this island wears shoes. I'll be booking a ticket out and headed back home tomorrow, stop production. And then the second salesman sent back word. He said, hey, great news. Nobody in this island wears shoes. The market's absolutely untapped. I'll be staying the whole month, double production. And and I love it because it's like one of them looked at this as a problem to avoid and the other a massive opportunity to seize. And so the topic we're diving into today, and the reason we're diving into this today is because we've had so much demand over and over again. This is probably one of the most requested topics for us to talk about is answering a question that all of us get asked, what do you do? And, and most people I found in the advisory world view this as a, as a problem to avoid until they get to the real work versus an opportunity to pursue. And I will tell you that w- the way we answer this question and carry it with our clients and our prospective clients every year gets not only adds to the quality of the kind of clients we take on, but massively to the quantity. Of the clients, because our answer is one of those that engages them in a meaningful dialogue, and that's what I want to talk about with everybody today. I just find it fascinating, absolutely fascinating, how difficult this is. Um, and but I, I also think, I mean, it's, I think it's especially difficult for advisors. But I do find people, just in all walks of life, that they sort of just dismissively answer this question. And the the fundamental problem with dismissively answering this question. Number one, when you're in a sales position, which every advisor is, is that if you're not intentional about this, you, you know, someone just opened the door and then you essentially close it for them. <laughs> yes. Right? You know, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, let me close this door for you, you know, because I'm going to give you the wrong answer. I'm going to make this awkward. Yes. Right? Um, or, you know, it, it's like, hey, do you want to take a ride with me? Uh, actually, no, I don't because that was weird. Right. So tell, tell us how do you begin to break this down in such a way that ultimately someone understands who you are and then wants to take a journey with you? Because there's really three essential elements to making it. And I love the way you say this, like a meaningful exchange instead, instead of just sort of a good to know. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And, and so I'll, I'll give you an example of how I would answer this question if someone asked me today. Um, 
what I can tell you, you want to stay as far away from as you possibly can are, are two things, labels and book reports. Okay. So labels, it's, I'm a financial advisor, you know, money manager, you know, insurance agent, whatever, whatever it is, the label you happen to slap on yourself. Cause one, that's not what you do. That's what you label yourself. And it assumes they have knowledge of actually what, what experience you are with that label. Because don't you know, you could have two people that label themselves the same that are two very, very ex- different experiences. Um, the other is book reports where in an effort to be so complete, because advisors, there, there's hundreds of thousands of combinations of ideas out there. And the more you're, the longer you're in this business, the more opportunity you have to do them. Um, you would need, if, you, if this was an elevator talk, you need an elevator like nine times the size of the Empire State Building to mm. actually get it all out. And it's weird. And you yeah, look and weird and, and it's awful. They might just get off on the wrong floor because they're that. Right. Just to like, stop it. Just to okay. stop it. Yeah. So, so, so here's, here's the way we do it, Andy, is, is somebody asked me, and then we'll give you the breakdown of it. Uh, Wes, what do you do? So we know a lot of times it's easy for your profit to disappear to the tax system, to which every client we want to work with says, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I say, we help people with things like that. We own a financial planning company. We work with people that are on businesses to help them pursue their best financial opportunities. And then I wait. And, and usually what happens next is an invitation to continue the conversation where they say, so it's like a, a tax planning firm or a CPA or like a money manager, whatever they say, or sometimes how do you, well, how do you work with people? How do you do that? Either way, it's the same answer. They've given you the permission to actually explain a little bit about how you do it. And so you say, well, we start by asking just a lot of questions about where you're at from a financial standpoint and about the types of things you care about in the future that you're moving towards. Once we understand that, we can have some great dialogue around the areas of planning we specialize in that may be most useful to what it is you're trying to accomplish and go from there. I, I mean, let me give you an example. Like we met with a, a client just the other day that has three kids and the kids are all under the age of 18. They all work from time to time in the family business that they've had for many, many years. And it turns out when I asked him, well, hey, do you pay your kids? He says, yeah, I pay for golf and band and all the extracurricular activities and food and clothes. And I said, yeah, but as you know, I mean, if they're working the business anyway, you, you could pay them up to close to $14,000 a year each. And you get a full tax deduction at your 37% rate. They don't pick it up as income. And then they go pay for band and golf and all those things. And in your case, that probably put around... Thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars that was going away the IRS back to your own retained earnings. I, I can tell you, if you ever want to learn more about it, happy to jump on a call with you and we can talk through it. And I can tell you, any answering that way in that conversation is they're leaning in the kind of clients. Because remember, what do we represent? A interruption to whatever that client's normal is, right? It, so this is a meaningful interruption. They're like, I don't know what else has got he's got going on, but with an idea, you just saved me fourteen thousand dollars. I want to lean into that. Tell me more. So, so, and, and then, and, and you give them an easy transition. So I'll back it up. So the way you do this, this, anybody can do this. It's three things. That's all it is. Is you first, you're going to state the problem you solve or the opportunity you seize in the form of a question. And so th- think about, and, and this is, again, you, you do not be exhaustive here. I feel like most advisors in their effort to be complete, they are fuzzy and difficult to understand. Um, you just need to have one thing that is going to cause them to want to lean in. And it's probably one single aspect of really the world you play. And so in my case, I said, Hey, you know, how it's easy for a lot of your profitability to disappear to the tax system. 
Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We help people with things like so. Right there, what did you do instead? Because Amy, people used to ask me that question, and and I know we're gonna. My buddy, this will be fun at some point. We're gonna have Chris Fulbright, my uh, my really good friend. We started in the business. He's gonna be on the show. Um, he and I tried all kinds of answers to this question really poorly over and over again early on in this business. But um, one of the things that that you've got to do is is it felt like a bit when somebody asked us, what do you do? It was like, they were saying, Hey, dance mm-hmm. or sing me a song, sing me a song, see if I like, it. you know, d- d- entertain yeah. me. And it, it, so you, what we found is the single best way to, to not dance for them, but dance with them was to ask a question in return that, that was in the form of the problem you saw with the opportunity you see. So whatever that happens to be for anybody listening, again, I, I'm big on tax ideas because they're just so engaging and portable and memorable. Um, it's really easy to say, you know, a lot of times it's easy for your profit to disappear to the tax system. Yeah. We help people with things like that. And, and so that's part one. Part two is associate yourself with the solution simply then specifically. So what did I say? I said, we help people with things like that. And then I get specific. I own a financial planning company. We work with people that own businesses to help them identify and pursue good financial opportunities or great financial opportunities. And then, of course, the, the last segment is they're going to, most of the time, they're going to say, well, what do you mean by that? Or the dialogue keeps going, whatever it might be. You're going to give them an example and a transition to next steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these three, they are, they are critical elements for this being meaningful. Because so far, what you've done is you just made them feel the weight of a problem that they, that they know they have. And they are leaning in with the desire to learn more about how you do it. So you're going to say, hey, we start by just asking you a whole lot of questions about all the areas of planning or about all the, uh, all the financial areas of your life and really the areas of, that you're focused on, the future you're trying to create. And then I tell them why, because once we understand that, we can have great dialogue around the areas of planning we specialize in, maybe useful to you. Like, let me give you an example. And then it, whether it's paying your kids or maybe it's, hey, do you know you could, your business can rent your home for 14 days. Your business gets a full tax deduction for it. You don't pick it up as income under section 280A of the tax code. And depending on the kind of house you have, that could put, you know, ten to fifteen thousand dollars of of money that was going away the IRS back to your unretained earnings if you set it up right. And and so it's things like that. If you ever want to jump on a call, I'm happy to, you know, go deeper and talk about this. Right. And you're making it all about the idea. And you're you're giving enough information that they're inquisitive. And these are not the kind of people that generally are going to go do it themselves. And if they were, they're going to do it anyway. And it's, you know, it's fine. But generally, they're not. They're like, oh, okay. I don't want to figure that all out. So let's have a conversation. Um, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm, is it Bonnie Raitt? I'm trying to think that who the, the artist is. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, I think that song was How About Love or something like that. We're not going to do that. But but it is. It's, it's let's find something to talk about. I was, I was on a jury duty. I finally got on a jury after six months of being called. I finally got to be on a jury this week. And it's better I, than I, having to be in front of one. Amen. I was found not guilty. Um, but no, it, it's, it was fascinating to sit in a room because this is truly a jury of your peers. This are 12 completely random people. Um, but I pride myself on finding connections with people and. I think you'll find that the most successful people are able to find connections with people. And it's not about 
them. It's not about you. It's about your ability to find something they care about and yes. then elevate that, right? Yeah, it's, it's one of the single greatest statements I ever heard. Um, and against Andy Stanley uh, quote, he said, the people you're trying to lead have got to feel the weight of the problem you solve before they care about your solutions to solving it. And, and, and when you can make them feel the weight of a problem, like a lot of your profit does disappear to the tax system. Then they go, oh my gosh, and you help with that? How? They deeply care about the processes and, 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 and procedures and methodologies of how you do it. So let me ask you, I'm going to, I'm going to put some, a fly in the ointment a little bit. I'm going to get a like little, a little issue here. What if, uh, the idea you give doesn't really land with them? Like, yeah. what if, like, oh yeah, I've already heard about that one. Well, what if you, well, let's, I'll give you maybe the easier one, which is they go, oh yeah, I know all about that. Is that a positive or a negative thing? It's like, you ever hear about paying your kids? And they're like, yeah, I totally do that. Isn't that a great uh, one? Yeah. What do you do when someone doesn't sort of go, that's an amazing idea, but they go, yeah, I know about that idea. Right. So, so what I'm not doing is magic it here. Okay. So, so magic is, I say words and every time it evokes them becoming a client of mine. Right. Um, I think you just summarized, if I can interrupt real quick, I think you just summarized every other teaching on this topic. Cause every other teaching is like, if you say these words, this is it. Hocus words, focus, and know, then you wink with one eye, yeah. they will fall into oh, your spell and open their check. That's checkbook. right. That's right. All, all that I'm trying to do is give the highest probability for a meaningful dialogue. And if they've done that, like if they are an ideal client for us and they're like, yeah, no, man, we do that. That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, you know, most people don't. And there's hundreds of those little things out there that, of of which many would apply to most situations. So what we do is we just help get a picture of the financial situation. If you ever want to meet and talk about it, happy to do that. And I'm cool if the answer is no. It's just usually not. It, it's no. in fact, Andy. Funny. This is a hilarious um, story. Cody, uh, who's been on our podcast, you know, works on our team. He he had this conversation last year with somebody that um, was like, "Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I do. I do want to meet with you about that. I'll email you, and we'll set up a time." So like two days go by and he had given the example of paying your kids. That was the example. Two days go by and, uh, and he gets a phone call and it's somebody that says, Hey, you work with Bill Smith or whatever the guy's name was. And, uh, he, he just said he had some really interesting ideas from a financial standpoint, tax standpoint. I'd love to, I'd love to connect and, and meet with you. So Cody sets up a meeting. They end up becoming clients. And, but, but the interesting thing is, is Cody asked him, Hey, you said you work that we work with who? Who like gave you our information? He goes, oh, turns out that guy's going to call you. Um, but he talked to a guy who you had talked to earlier in the day that is also going to call you. They, they just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Again, all of them ended up becoming clients. But how memorable and portable is, is, is what we said? Because, you know, I don't know what they took away from it, but they took, they took hey, you want to pay less in taxes? Here's, here's, pay your kids, you know, or whatever it was. And there's guys that have hundreds of these ideas. So. It really does uh, travel well to where you're, you know, again, our, our existing clients are our best source of referral, but it's because we make ourselves referable, uh, number one. But second, we're just really good at planting the seeds. In fact, if, you, if you're with your existing client base right now, and great thing news about those is you already know them. So you, you're, you know, if year end, this always happens at year end, Andy, when we're doing our, um, our, our year end check-ins with our clients to say, hey, let's, let's see where you're going to land for the year income-wise. 
And let's just think about, is there anything else other than what we've already uh, communicated with your CPA about that we want to add in based on where you're going to land that we won't be able to do after December 31st is over? And, and usually in that meeting, it's, you know, we'll find one or two things. Either way, here's just a great thing to say. If you have somebody that's paying their kids or you have somebody that's renting their home or doing a donor advised fund or whatever it might be, the, of the hundreds of tax strategies, again, because tax ideas are just easier and they travel well, say, hey, Bill, you want to be, you know, you've incorporated all this stuff in. You want to be a hero to your, to your other business owner buddies? Go, go call one. You got anybody that has kids that, and, and has a, a business that's a friend? They're going to go, yeah, I do. Yeah. Go tell them, hey, you're welcome. You're buying lunch because I just saved you $10,000. You know, the, the alternative to that, if I understand it to be this, though, is, um, hey, you bought some life insurance with me. Hey, you invested in the market with me. Um, go tell your friends. <laughs> I mean, you laugh, but isn't that's, if that's yeah. what you do. Oh, yeah. Listen, the- listen, listen, this is the reality of this. Everybody should have life insurance. Absolutely. Right. But how many... This, you guys can answer this question and neither really can our listeners. So it maybe doesn't apply, but most people are not going to have that conversation with anyone else. Yeah. It, it's true. It's just not relevant enough for a conversation to carry. And, and it's not fun and exciting. We can get to all the other stuff. It's, it's just not the first thing that's going to cause them to want to stop their normal and lean in to a relationship they don't have. So. I'm for, you know, everybody hear this. I am for putting insurance in place. I am for managing money. We're certainly for all those things. I'm just trying to make it as easy as possible for somebody who's not in relationship to us that that could be, that we could help a lot to want to lean in and go through the process that helps us get to those places. Hey, Justin, before we wrap, go ahead and, and chime in. Yeah, I think it's just interesting because you could really tie this concept to any position. You're like, what do you do? I work at Home Depot. End of conversation. And then depending on how you say it, it's even worse because immediately like, oh, I work at Home Depot. Immediately you think of like every negative thing you've ever had happen at Home Depot or a horror story you've heard. You're like, which one do you work at? Because I like, don't want to go to that one. Right? Like, like nothing about you did just encouraged me to want to like pursue this in a versus, you know, last time you went to like Home Depot and you're looking for something for a specific project and you were looking down the aisles and you were trying to find the aisles and it didn't really get you to the area. And then finally you got there, maybe you looked it up online and now there's like 72 options and you didn't know which one was going to be the right fit because your wife told you to do something and you're trying to like do it yourself and save some money. I help people in the store find exactly what they're looking for and then present to them what the right option is. Right? Like even that's a different approach for somebody that works at Home Depot. Or if you're like, yeah, have you ever been to a restaurant, like ordered a burger and you didn't get what you ordered? Like how, how fun was that? I put in a system to oversee personally at our restaurant to make sure that, that doesn't happen. Like it's just a different approach of how you're presenting it to correlate to something that's important to them. And even answering your question from before of, of if they respond with, with, Oh yeah, isn't that a great one? Absolutely. So you're like 50% of, of the clients that we work with that are aware of the types of things that we do. Well, the other half aren't necessarily familiar, but they're really good at what they do. No matter which one you, that they fall into as far as buckets, they all have more things than that, that they would like to get done that they ever have a chance to do it. Right. I love, you know, here's a fun one too. And I love that, Justin. This is the last thing I have is if they say, yes, we're doing that one, then you know that they've taken money that they're not giving to the government. They're paying their kids. So you can say, well, so what do you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, what's your plan for that money? Like, what do you, what, what kind of cool thing are you doing with your kids for that? How, how have you earmarked that? 
they might go, oh, travel baseball. Like it just pays all their travel. They pay their own baseball fees. Or it might be like, you know, I don't know. I just sit in an account. Like those are the favorite words of every advisor. I don't know. It's just sitting in an account. You know, like, yes. Yeah. It you should know? be an exciting thing because like, yeah, that's just one of hundreds of ideas. Yeah. That, like that can be applicable. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, so I'm going to give you the last word on this. Um, uh, as, ah. as again, the three parts, what's the one thing they need to know? What do they need to do? Um, and why do they need to do it? So I'm going to give you the last word on that. Yeah. Yeah. So just make this simple. I mean, you can, you can do this right now in less than five minutes and go use it. And, and so that's my, our main objective here is that you get this information and you actually apply it. So, um, because we want your life to increase in its own profitability and quality of life and the impact you make on others. So use this, try it on and, 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 and write it out. It's just super easy, but state the problem you solve or opportunity you seize in the form of a question. Associate yourself with the solution first simply, then specifically, and then give an example and transition to next steps. And when you do, you're going to find that you're going to have at the end of the year, a much greater quality and quantity of client relationships. Love it. Well, hey, I want to encourage you folks, go to westsoundlive.com and anyone who purchases uh, a a module or a program this week uh, will be, their name will go into a drawing for one hour of coaching with Wes. And so you can meet Wes and his dog, who's always nearby. Uh, I think I heard, I think I heard the pup earlier. Um, So as always, thanks for listening. Do check out westsoundlive.com. Uh, We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your reviews. uh, And we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.